Sippers, welcome to this episode of the Tea With Me podcast with me, Shane Todd. Before we get into this, a couple of ad reads to do. I saw a comment on last week's podcast saying, six minutes exclamation mark before the podcast started. Yes, suck my circumcised dick. There will be ads, there will be reads. Do that successfully three times. <laughs> now, we are sponsored by none other. Oh, also, Patreon, Patreon.com before that, slash Tea With Me podcast, the bonus episodes, Live streams every Friday, the last, uh, the Waterfront podcast on there, Mickey in the limelight with William Thompson, which can never be made public because Mickey was really drunk. And I don't remember that one. You wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> William wouldn't like to say it again. Uh, there was a point where we were talking about breakfast here, just to really amp people up for it, talking about breakfast cereals, and you said special K, or as William knows it, K. <laughs> we are sponsored... By the Calm app. Everyone these days feels a little bit anxious, maybe a bit restless at night, or maybe you just don't feel like your best self. Calm is an app which offers guided meditation, sleep stories, relaxing music, daily movement sessions designed to improve the way you feel. We're going to talk about the comedian's boxing. On the week of that, there was a time where I rolled out a camping mat, lay in my office on my back and listened to an adult sleep story. And that's real life. Over 100 million people around the world use Calm. If you've never, I've, I've never done meditation or anything like that before, but uh, it's a great way to get into it. You get the support you need, you reduce stress, improve focus, and uplift your mood, and ultimately you beat Johnny Bowen in a boxing match. It helps you stress less, sleep more, and live a happier, healthy life. For listeners of the show, Calm are offering an exclusive offer, 40% off a Calm subscription at calm.com slash me. It's in the description of this episode. Calm.com. Uh, with unlimited access to their entire library. The link, again, is in the description. We're also sponsored by Manscaped. These guys are top of the balls game. They love it. They've been sponsoring us for a long time, to the point where many times I've thought this will stop at some point, and eventually it will, but let's enjoy it while it lasts. The number one in men's below-the-belt grooming products. You know that walking out the Ulster Hall, below my skull, I didn't have a hair in my body. To be aerodynamic. I'd have lost that fight if I had pubes. <laughs> I wouldn't. But... <laughs> be more static in the shorts. Yeah, exactly. But it's getting into that time. The weather's getting a bit nicer. I understand that people have grown... A bit like a garden outside. Maybe people have grown a little bit of a bush. You know? Coming into the nicer weather, get everything shaved down. These guys have everything for you. Mickey, what do they have? They've got... They've got the ball toner. They've got the lawnmower 4.0. Yep. They've got wireless um, charge. Is that does that have wires? That I don't know. Well, I haven't got one yet. Uh, right. Because Manscaped don't sponsor my podcast. But thanks for all the ignore me emails. Um, <laughs> what I will say is, having seen your balls, <laughs> beautiful. I don't think you. I showed you asked to see my speaking of my circumcised penis. You mm-hmm. asked to see that once, Labrys, and I showed you. But I didn't think you'd see the balls too. Oh yeah. Well, I, I saw my, my reflection. Because <laughs> yeah. they're so smooth and shiny. Thanks no, to Manscaped. No, that's a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. The vlog hasn't come out yet. The facial expression was bang on. <laughs> All right, I. Ma- they, they have Is that every, what the skin used to be? The very thing. Manscaped.com. Use code T with me for 20% off and free shipping. Let's just get into this episode. Two guests this week, starting from my left. We're both on your left, mate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny must have fucking hit him heartily <laughs> CTE one white collar fight um, on, on, furthest away from me 
It's Chris Kent. Yeah. Chris is, uh, I, I, we probably started gigging together about, maybe about 12, 13 years ago for the first time. Yeah. And you started man. sneaking over the border. Mm, I was sneaking up here, wasn't I? We Fox. A few gigs mm-hmm. with she. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chris from Cork, mm. you're in town to do, you did Lavery, you did Neil Delamere show at the SSE. Yeah. Um, it's great to have you here. Cheers for coming. Yeah, on. thanks for having me, mate. I'm also joined by Mickey Mayweather, the money. There he is. Well, next. Where's your medal? You you it's in my pocket. Oh, okay. Mickey, I forgot we got medals for after the fight oh, until Mickey haven't. showed up with a medal. <laughs> yes, and take it. Get it on. It's on my keys. Get it on. Oh, it's <laughs> oh, the keys of the Irish. <laughs> 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 oh, no, it's all tied up. There we go. Mickey, look at your key. Were you baking earlier? That's a psoriasis. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> look at away, that. Man. That's beautiful, what man. Think no expense. Expense. It's not even chocolate. No expense. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chris, um, I... You, we'll take it off now, because I don't want to be pretentious. I don't know if you saw the build-up to the boxing we were doing, or yeah. little bits on social media, but it has consumed our lives for about two months. Maybe more. Yeah. I'm still I'm still not over it, like. No. I did, I did. I saw some of it. It looked amazing. It was well, so fun because you've straight away when we were going to organise this, Mickey mentioned Mickey's like Chris done, did some boxing when he was younger. Yeah, let's get him up. That's not what we were at. We did not want people who had boxed. Yeah, well, you could have still got me, I'd say, but that account. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're gonna beat the fuck I was out of okay. No, I was okay. I was. I, I didn't do it for very long, like you know, right? A couple of years, but it's still anything is an advantage, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. What age were you when you started doing some? About boxing? fifteen. Okay. About four years. So I was a bit late going to the game, actually. That's late. Yeah. My boxing standards, you know Because yeah, yeah, yeah. the first time we yeah. went into we went to Holy Trinity Boxing Club, which is like real famous in Belfast. Yeah. And I've never been more intimidated. By we lads? By kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I would have went in at 15 and you're boxing lads with five years experience somehow. Yeah, yeah. You know? There was a, a kid who... <laughs> a kid... Got a thousand yards stirred. <laughs> who must have been no more than eight. And he was hitting pads. mm and when I walked in, the noise of him doing that scared me. Yeah. And I thought they were going to be like, the kids would be like laughing at us, I've never boxed, you know, trash talking us, but the nicest kids I've ever met in my life. It's good discipline in it, you know? Yeah. They're, they're quite helpful. It's There's good sportsmanship, I find, in boxing, like even when you do leather head off each other. It's yeah. I, I think if I, had, if I had a box when I was younger, I wouldn't have been a wee dick. You wouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. It does. It knocks it out of you. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's, but it's I'm definitely think of like anytime I've met boxers or like any kind of fucking combat specialists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I call myself now. Uh, we're all sound. Uh, no, but there genuinely is a real thing of like fucking about people just really well mannered. I don't know. It's just from getting punched in the head twice yeah. a week for your whole life. Where you're like, there's no point being a cunt. Yeah, getting you. You may be saying like. It's mad to get hit. Yeah. Like, just get that into your brain that I'm going to get it. Like, I'm going to get punched in the face. The, the the probability of me getting punched in the face as soon as we start boxing and sparring goes through the roof. But mm. you try, you spend your whole life trying to not get in situations where you're going to get punched. Like, yeah. you run away yeah. from getting punched or you try and stop it's, the situation. It's, and we've talked about this flat out for two months now, but the first time I got properly hit in the face... And I was like, that was fucking brilliant. Yeah. Did you, yeah. Did you yeah. love it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Because you could Sick. take it. Yeah. You were still standing, like... Yeah, you get your nose bloodied every now and again, or something happens. And if I'd have got like... my nose bloodied at any point, Chris, I'd have dropped out of the whole process. Really? <laughs> oh, I was oh. terrified. This is all I have. I was terrified, like, of, <laughs> of like, really getting hurt yeah. <laughs> at, at any point. Um, 
we'll we'll come on to the boxing and like we're gonna maybe like are we, are we able to see someone? Yeah, watch a wee bit of my fight. Watch a bit of my fight. Nice. Um, okay then. <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not have cut myself together a highlight reel, and I may or may not have put the rocking music on the top. <laughs> no, you have because you I, sent me it. <laughs> um, but let's like let, so let's go back to when we would have started doing shows together. So, uh, when did you start kicking, Chris? And I did you start kicking, kicking in, in two thousand and five in Cork? Yeah. Um, and it probably wasn't too long after that, I'd say, where I met you. Did I meet you in Galway or something? Maybe. No, I met you up here, but I definitely gigged at you in Galway. Port Rush. Port Remember Rush. Remember those gigs? Those gigs, yes. yeah, yeah. Best venue, looks-wise. Yeah. Because it was an old cinema. I'm doing that on tour in a couple of weeks. Th- that finally get to do it sold out. Because it was never fucking... When no. we did it, no one ever went. Uh, uh, was it, is it... Are you doing that bit of it, the cinema bit of it? Yeah, yeah. Because... That's what I did with you, yeah. Colin Geddes. Yeah. Yourself. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't have drove any further. I thought I was going to fall off the country. Yeah, great. Love you the whole way up and down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I went all the way up, and then I had a gig the following day in Carsavine, in Kerry, which is roughly the exact opposite end of the country. Right. Man, there's I've I've been doing that in the last like post COVID, lining them up. Where you're just going, why the fuck am I doing it like mm-hmm. this? Whose idea yeah. was this? And then you go, oh, I'm mine. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going past Galway to go back to Galway yeah, yeah. the next day. <laughs> Did you? Because you were you were one of the. F- I, I don't remember that many acts from the south. Mm. There would have back in the day. Everyone would have come up and done the Empire and Queens Comedy Club. Yeah, but nobody was really doing the like circuit gigs. But I remember you and Jerry McBride. Yes, always coming up Jerry, and, yeah. and, and and being part of the scene here. Yeah, as well as obviously Dublin and and everywhere down south. Because that didn't. Because we would have. We tried, sort of, you probably did more than anyone in Dublin. I didn't, I didn't do that much in Dublin because it was kind of, you would drive the whole way down and just do, like, you were doing the PAV in Dublin. Yeah, you're doing an un- unpaid five-minute spot. I'm driving I, down in my Corsa. Yeah, or like, remember me and Sean Haggerty going down to Dublin once, and it was before you had, like, sat-nav on your phone. <laughs> yeah. And we walked around Dublin listening for, what, like, listening for a gig. Do you know what I mean? We were like, if you, if you like, hear, like, if you tracker, hear, like trackers on the yeah, wild we were like, west. If you hear people laugh and walk in and see if that's our gig. <laughs> like, and then we got to the gig we were supposed to be doing. Nobody was laughing. We missed it twice. Man. And I just remember being like, just driving around looking for a parking space, having no idea where it was. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Do you remember like, if you were doing a gig in Dublin at the start of the eight, you would leave, like I'd leave Lurgan at two. Yes. Because I'd be going, I'm going to be lost for six hours. Yeah. yeah. So I just, yeah. so I fucking hated it. Yeah, but then I, I, start, to, I, I started going down for the the laughter lounge, maybe. Yes. Um, we used to pile down in a car. There'd be maybe like I remember, yeah, a load of you coming three down. Three or four to of do us. a few shows. Do you know what I think is one of the funniest things that ever happened to us? Was who was somebody was doing the enter, and we all went down to watch. There's a whole bunch of us in a car. Right. Me and you were standing outside the enter, and it was when LOL was on TV. So this was um, a sketch show me and Mickey did. Okay. With Ashlyn B. Yasmin Akram, yeah. Colin, a few other awful. people. Right. It was fucking it, terrible. It, we thought we were spending money after to it, make it. No, no, no. As to in, try and get it destroyed. As soon as it was going to air, the week it was going to air, we were making extravagant purchases. Yeah, we going like, like we don't, probably yeah. don't even need to do stand up anymore. Yeah, it's going to oh, pop. Yeah. Like we've made spending it. Spending like, the money in your head. It was made it. the worst. It was, it was terrible. So what BBC had done this thing where there was three parts of um, Dear McCore had a sketch show. Okay. So yeah. we had three episodes. We had three episodes. So as Grant goes out, it was shit, and we went down to Dublin, and David McSavage get out of a taxi to go into the Inter. And, and this sh- was the time Savage Eye was like popping up. Yeah. 
And Shane's like, Stephen McSavage, let's go and talk to him. Let's go and talk to him. So we'll go, <laughs> go over and we're like, uh, Mr. McSavage, we're, you know, we're comedians as well and uh, love your work and stuff. And he just goes on this rant about how shit BBC Northern Ireland is. And he was like, like that sketchy thing with Damon Carr, it's fucking awful. And what's that other piece of shit that's even worse? And we were like, I have no idea. <laughs> Like, we're like, oh, I don't know who made it, but those guys are just doing their best. Yeah, like they're yeah, trying. Yeah. <laughs> Good looking fellas. <laughs> <laughs> they just, I mean, hypothetically, they might have just thrown up in a one later course. Of it, David, yeah, and if you had any a, spare change, they might have started somewhere. I mean, <laughs> kind of old busk. <laughs> he was really dead on this. He signed, yeah. He, we, I remember chatting to him outside the He's inter. Bang on, yeah. We were yeah. watching his like his show was like just on RTE at the time, and we were real nervous going up to him, and it's like. Do you know, sorry, it's almost the same that we went to watch Murph. Murph and John Cleary. Their band? The oh, band. Oh, the one, two, two, three, three fours. Remember, that, those, those nights yeah. were brilliant because you would drive to Dublin, do a few different shows, people were doing different things, you're popping in to watch stuff. And sometimes I'll tell myself now, I'll go, once a month should head down to Dublin on a Thursday night, do some spots and that kind of, but it's just something you never really get around to doing. Yeah, yeah. Like not it, anymore yeah it's not the same in now, the beginning like when you're yeah. looking for stage time you're like fuck it I'll go everywhere yeah now it's like god I don't yeah. care I live through Jordan Robinson now because he does that um, have you gigged, I don't know if you gigged with Jordan yeah yeah he was on last night wasn't he right yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Jordy's still doing the like he was telling me this he'll go anywhere like, Wicklow, Waterford yeah. and he's just doing it because he loves it but he's doing all these mad drives and I like I can't believe it, but we you know we not that it, long yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Port Rush, Port Rush is like as far as you can possibly yeah. get from Cork. Yeah, yeah, you were getting paid for that, but you yeah. wouldn't. Have, by the time you took out your pet, like by you weren't time, making money yeah, on that. I owed the bank some money. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I've done a couple That's of like where some of my gigs still. Yeah. Going. For some reason, in my head, the bank and Cork are like really easy going. Yeah, some. Like, don't worry yeah, about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Just two thousand that. What is this time, Chris? What when you so did you when you started doing stand up was it? In Cork or in Dublin? In Cork, yeah. Yeah, small, tiny little scene. No idea it even existed as a, as a thing. You know, Des Bishop was doing that Joy in the Hood where he went to disadvantaged areas. He did yeah. it in my area. Uh, I didn't do the show, but I knew the fellas on the show. And then I was like, went to watch them do gigs and I was like, my mind was blown by it. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. This is, these yeah. fellas are just normal and a lot of them are terrible and I could be <laughs> I could definitely do that like, you know? that's the confidence you need in the beginning yeah. I think to go this fella's shit yeah yeah. I think it's when you like you said it's when you realise that people like normal us, people like, do can it can do it because yeah. Yeah. I went to the Empire when I was about 15, 16 to watch when I was going to tech and it was Paddy McGacky that was on and he was you know he just was a few years older than me yeah. he was talking about like living in the Holy Lands and, and I was like He's not an he's not flown over from England mm. or anywhere to do this. Yeah, he's yeah. just I wonder how me. he got this gig. Yeah, it's mad. And then years later I Paddy did that material at a show and I went, You're like I was like technically you almost like got me into stand up. Because I, I realised it's I, like, more accessible. I went I to university to do a drama and like fucking theatre degree, thinking you had to have some sort of yeah. experience and I didn't realise you could just walk up to a pub and go, Can I get on next week? Yeah. And they just go by. Yeah. <laughs> like sixteen grand that fucking degree cost me. <laughs> Um, Crazy man. It uh, had to kiss a boy one day. Say <laughs> so I had to. That's part he of the had degree. to. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I don't know a lot about the cork scene. I, I went down to do cork once. Yeah. And Where did you do that time? City limits. Or something. Yeah. I think so. Pissed myself on the way down. Did you? Those did road you works are called there. Right. And um, 
and and I I did I didn't know like where to pull in, what to do, and and it was like middle of the day, so it was bright. I couldn't jump out of the car, and I pulled over to Lidl, at Kildare, okay. on the other side from Kildare Village, and they didn't have toilets, so I had a Starbucks cup, pissed in it, started to overflow, thought I would get rid of it and then go back to pissing, but realised I could. I can't be done. Yeah, that doesn't it doesn't really work. Like by the time I went like this and came back. I had like pissed myself, so I had to go to Kildare Village, <laughs> yeah. and I was running late for time. And I was, this is maybe like seven years ago. I was like, I'll just go to Kildare you Village. You were famous seven years ago, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I didn't. But I didn't have like I was skint, so I was probably working in the call center at the time. So I was like, I'll nip into Kildare Village. So if I had a Belfast, I'll go to Castle Court buy some yeah. cheap jeans. I was like, I'll nip into Kildare Village to buy a new outfit. Oh, in the in the outlets. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the cheap... I'll tell you what. I promise you it was these jeans. No way. Diesel jeans. And I was like, I'll buy Fuck the... Fuck, I smell piss right now. <laughs> <laughs> 80 euro. And then when I was in there, I went, I'll get a new t-shirt too. And then I walked past the Nike outlet and bought a cheaper... So a whole new outfit. So I was feeling good from, from going from a shit situation. I was like, I'm feeling good. I'm in a new outfit. I could smell piss. I'm literally in pissy jeans around the back of the thing. Went down, did the gig. Brutal. Terrible Brutal. gig. Just did you drive back? Yeah. yeah, that's a, it's a yeah. long drive and a bad gig, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I got... Um, I was going to reapply, guys. I don't sorry. know if you remember um, Billy Anderson. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Soul, right? Yeah, yeah. I did a gig with him. One of the last gigs I did with him was in uh, in, in Dundrum in the, in, the, in the little studio space, you know? Is that, that's in Dub, just in Dublin. Dublin. Yeah. Right. So a little studio space. It was the main show in the main room. He was in that one. We were actually doing a podcast together uh, before he passed. So we were doing a little podcast backstage, you know. It's a tiny little backstage area. Mm-hmm. And we were doing a little podcast and we were having a bit of crack. And uh, he was trying to get back into stand-up. He hadn't done for ages. So I was like, do 10 minutes, 20 minutes, anything you want. Whenever I'm doing a gig, I'll bring you on stage. So I bring him on to do a We do a podcast. I bring him on to do a gig. He goes back into the little room at the end of the room, like, you know. And uh, I came up to the, uh, after my gig and he's like, dude, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he was like, I didn't want to walk past the stage and I didn't think there was any other way out of this room. And I was like, besides the massive door right there, <laughs> like besides that one. <laughs> so he's like, I really needed to, I really need to go to the toilet. So we were in, um, we were in uh, high, uh, five guys earlier and he emptied my cup and he pissed into it. Yeah. And then he put it back, he put the lid back on it, you know. But then he was like, then I saw the door. And then he was like, so I go to the jacks and empty it out. So he's like carrying this cup of piss across the fire. And everyone was looking at him. So then he said he just started pretending to <laughs> take a little sup out of it every now and again. He's like, hey, how you doing? How are you? How are you? And he's like, he's like, basically, I owe you a Coke. <laughs> God rest him. Yeah, fucking <laughs> hell, man. It was hilarious. I, I remember that happened, sorry, the time we did the Three Sisters in Edinburgh, <laughs> it was Paddy's there, so we weren't getting paid. We did sorry, that's a venue, by the way, for anyone watching. Oh, yeah. We did it for... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How well did the gig go? <laughs> yeah, the three of me sisters. Back in town, boys. But... <laughs> 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 So they paid us and just free drink for two days. Yeah. Us and, us and the Blind Boy. Yeah, Blind Boy was on the next night. Well, the, it was a rubber band that oh, yes. just started and they were the next night. Yeah. Hours, that's right. So there was 20 of us sleeping in this fucking hotel. But they gave us all this free booze backstage. And I remember Hegarty pissing in a cup backstage. But there was lights behind the curtain. So yeah. the audience was sitting like talking to him. And they just see this silhouette of Sean <laughs> Hegarty just pissing in a cup. <laughs> 
<laughs> I had to do it backstage in Newcastle at the stand. Because I, I, I'm weird with the audience seeing me before so the show. So there's a disabled toilet you can use? But w- William can? was tour sports, so I didn't want to be disrespectful. <laughs> so why... So um, just the green room. <laughs> <laughs> just pissed on his jacket. <laughs> He's there to do sport, you know. Um, why is my notebook so <laughs> But yeah, I had, to do that. I had to do that backstage. I'm weird about the idea of the audience seeing me before yeah. a show. It just breaks some, like... So you don't illusion. come out at all, do you? When you're doing a show, you don't come out and bring on the support act, you just go out in the second half. That's what I, no, that's what I do now. I do well. an off-mic intro. Yeah, they for go them. On. Yeah. If it felt like, for some reason, a really cold room or it's going to yeah. be bad, I, w- I would do that. But I don't know, sometimes I think when they see you go out at the start, it breaks they go, oh, the show started. Yeah. And then you, sometimes when you bring on an opener, you can see an audience go... Oh, I didn't know there was going to be an opener. You know, I didn't come yeah. to see the opener, which, you know, the, sometimes I just don't think people know. The, I think it complicates it a bit, but I do think it, sometimes yeah. that works great. Yeah, yeah. Like we do when we do live podcasts. Like Some people, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'm gonna say I'll do it depending on the venue. Yeah. So the Bangor Courthouse, I'll go out and do five. Yeah. Bring the support act on. And will you do crowd work in that time? Yeah. Right. Which I don't, I don't know if it's a good idea to do, though, because it kind of sets the tone for the rest. Day like, one crowd work then. Yeah. Yes. You know, when an MC does nothing but crowd work and brings you on and you have a bit to do and you're like, yeah. oh. Yeah, because they think if they've never seen stand-up That's before, magic. they go, this is what stand-up is. Yeah. Yeah. It was magic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember um, one of my fondest memories of watching you, Chris, was going to the Fringe and it was in one of the assembly rooms. Oh, yeah, downstairs. Yeah, and I went by myself and there was a small you know like the fringe every day is different sometimes you're packed out sometimes you've you've got to cancel the show because nobody's there it's just the way it is for everyone and it was a particular day where it was pretty quiet it was like maybe like a Monday oh, or a Tuesday yeah. and there was like a whole rectangular room right did I move the room stage. that time there was a side there was like a were you waiting behind a curtain <laughs> yeah Chris moved the audience into the uh, wings side yeah. stage I moved them in and I sold it out that way <laughs> there was eight seats yeah and then <laughs> And Chris just like turned on stage to the side, so it was like a place where only, only you would have been. Yeah, I would have just been standing there waiting to go on. Yeah, and there was like just ten tickets sold or something. If anyone walked into the main room, there was a man doing a full show to no one because no one could <laughs> see the audience. It looked like he just the lost the plot. Yeah, I thought it was, was crazy. Yeah, but it, it was class. I just put all the little seats in there. But uh, I remember there was a reviewer in there. She didn't even mention that I did that. <laughs> oh, it's, fairly, it's a fairly kind of yeah, yeah. you know. But yeah. the reviewers, I, I long since lost it with those cunts. You know, uh, I was yeah, like, Fuck yeah, them. yeah. Because you, when you do the Edinburgh Fringe, you, because there's nothing else really going on. Yeah, all you obsess about is. The review, or I used to, yeah, and, and yeah. you care more about that. That you know, sometimes the run's going great, but a bad review, you go, the run's not going well. Shouldn't it matter, shouldn't like, affect you, like, yeah. yeah. And, and they don't have a fucking clue. Like, yeah. no offense, like I don't give a shit if you don't do comedy, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, if you haven't stood up and done it, you really Absolutely. don't know. What's real bad ones you've had? I've had I've had ones that didn't make sense. Like, right, I've let's had, get the fuck. It's like the scene from Jaws. Now let's do the scars. Uh, <laughs> I remember getting one, and um, basically the the crux of it was he takes a long time to get to the point. They released the review in September. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fringe was over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was at home. That shouldn't have affected me at I, all. Yeah, yeah. I remember getting a two star review once that said uh, genuinely hilarious but ultimately forgettable. And I was like, y- you fucking can't be both of those at the same time. Like, I, I did the... Uh, that guy's hilarious, who? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I was doing the Galway Festival a few years ago, and there was a hand in. It was upstairs in Roisin. 
and there was a hell a Hindu in and what's a Hindu? Cluck cluck. <laughs> it's a religion, you prick. Um, <laughs> but um, obviously, like the golden rule, kind of is like if it's like a mixed bill show, like yeah. don't draw reference to it unless they become really rowdy, in which yeah. case obviously yeah. handle it. And the MC um, goes, he he makes a point of going, guys, there's a Hindu in. No one mentioned it, and everyone's like, yeah, no worries. Who's MC? It, huh? Who's the MC? His middle name is a food that you would have with toast. Something on toast. Jam? Peanut butter? Ah, <laughs> oh, Davy Peanut Butter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> O'Reilly. He has, a middle butter, O'Reilly. he has like a middle name, which is a nickname. Okay. And it's a thing that comes in a tomato based sauce and Heinz make it. I'm still, this is a catch. I'm very Martin bad. Beans Ward. Oh, Beans. Ah. <laughs> oh. Beans. That's who it is, if you yeah. know who I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes, fucking lovely guy, but goes, don't draw reference to this, everyone. And we're like, yep, no worries. Walked up, he walks out, he goes, who's getting married? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on next. Someone's going, chortler in. Now, for anyone who doesn't know, this is like the only real UK comedy website. And no one outside stand-up knows what it is, but Nobody. we all act like yeah. it's yeah. like the par. The Oscars are in. Oh, yes, fuck. right? So um, so I'm like, I'm so nervous about it. And I've had good gigs at the festival, and I'm going to go on, and I'm driving home straight after this. And I'm like, just feeling a wee bit of te- like the hand are really chatting. And I walked on. They start chatting. I'm like putting them down and then trying to move on. Put them down, move on. The review said, um, an heir of a substitute teacher who can't control the classroom. Oh, God. And that broke me. Like, That's I horrible. hated it so much. Yeah. He, he once gave me a, a four-star review at Edinburgh. And like t- it was almost like he took marks off because a guy in a Hawaiian shirt heckled and I fucking put him down. And I remember that was a big part of the thing. It was like, oh, he was using some club things to put down a heckler. Oh, my God. And I haven't let him back in the gig since because I'm holding him to the four stars. Okay, I get to say total four stars forever. Right, right, right. Like, yeah, that's the last thing. You don't need thing. Chortle in then. That's great. Yeah. yeah, once you get your stars, tell them to fuck off. It was Damo Clark told me to do that. I was like, it's a fucking great it's idea. It's a great idea. Because they'll, they'll come back and sting you with a two-on-one. Yeah. Like. Apart from Port Rush, Chris, what were the first gigs you sort of came up here to do that you remember? I came up here to do um, the Laughter Lounge when it was here, actually. Fuck yeah. So I, I never did that. So mm. for anyone who doesn't know, it was in the Odyssey. It was in the Odyssey, yeah. Pavilion, and it was a... Full comedy club ran weekends, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Friday, Fridays Saturday, and Saturdays. Sunday. Yeah. Fridays and Saturdays. And then I came up to do the Empire a couple of times. I used to come up to do dailies in Oma. Yeah. I loved coming up to do that as well. And then Derry, I think I was doing something. Was it Brickwork and Derry? No, oh, yeah. Mason's. 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 Yeah. yeah, I did Mason's brilliant. as well. But I loved the scene up here. Like, I genuinely, I couldn't get enough of it. I was like, I moved from Cork because it was a small scene to Dublin, slightly bigger scene. And then it was just like, this isn't really far to go, you know? Yeah. So I loved coming up and down. And I was nipping over and back to the UK the whole time as well. Yeah. Trying to get into that scene over there, you know? Yeah. But uh, it was just all stage time. and. The, I yeah. remember the first time I saw you, the bit that really stuck with me was the um, the uh, Chinese from, from behind. Chinese from behind, yeah. yeah. I look Chinese from behind. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> because you said it, uh, you know, sort of, I hope you don't mind me saying it, but it's an observation where, where you say... I have to turn around, obviously, then, yeah. yeah. But you say it and it's funny. And then when you turn round, yeah, 
I remember the whole room just like losing it, losing it. It is uncanny. Like, yeah. and, and then it's just a, it's a bit I always wanted to see because I always wanted to watch the audience, yeah, react to it. You yeah. know, it just, it just was. It, that, it, yeah, that was in my first show, I think, yeah. and I'm actually redoing it. I'm, I'm growing my hair at the moment because I'm filming a special. <laughs> All right, and yeah. I need to look Chinese from behind again because um, I had it shaved. And my barber, who's sound, and he's one of those ones he knows I'm a comedian now. Yeah. And it's it's a good relationship. And I'm like, he's like the usual. And I'm like, no, man, I need it to be just scissors on the side because I need it to, often, I know I have a joke. I need to look Chinese from behind again. And how like, often does he get asked that? Normal. What are you after, mate? Chinese from yeah, behind. Just a bit of Chinese from behind, a bit of fucking oriental on the back. Like, can, we, yeah. can we play a game where, what do you think, what nationality do you think we look like from behind? Do you oh, want to yeah, go first? You want me to? I mean, I'm definitely. Hold on. Can I see Quite a lot of fat back there, you know what I mean? Canadian? Can I see the back of your head? Canadian? Canadian. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even twist that one. You've seen me behind him. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? That's I, I look more Irish from behind. I just look loyalist. <laughs> yeah. Now I have a weird shaped head. Yeah. Right, but. Okay. okay. French? Definitely European. Yeah, I'm a French. Like, looking around the. Sure, having you? a look around the old. Um, yeah, he's he's looking around the Louvre here, and he, he's make he's make he's making the most of it. He's like an air of arrogance about it. you do? <laughs> I go into the barber. Can you can you make the back of my head less arrogant? <laughs> what? So what? What stage yet? Can I see the back of your head now? Yeah, you it's now? it's not bad. I'd say it's probably. Oh yeah, you're getting there. You're getting there. there. See, I never would have copped that only for someone obviously said it to me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's like at the back tie of my at the head. minute. You know what I mean? It's yeah, not it's Chinese. Bit, yeah, yet. it'll go another bit, get a bit longer, maybe put a bit of hair dye in there. And um But I got um it was it was it was a genuine thing that happened. I was on that train going to Cork and I'm like, oh yeah, uh, all of a sudden I'm in a fucking depot station. There's no other cunt on the train, and I'm like, fuck it. And these guys came on. I'm kind of redo the bit now for the sake of it. But the guy walked up behind me and he's like, Where are you going? And I was like, I'm going to Cork. This train doesn't go near an air cork. And I was like, What? I was told by a fellow in Dublin Station and he was like, yeah. And they were like, that's Steve. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> they knew who it was. And then the other guy said, for a minute there, I thought you were Chinese from behind. And I was like, I just didn't, I just didn't know what that had to do with anything. But all his friends are like, yeah. <laughs> There's a Chinese fella on the train again. And then, and then the best part was a girl stood up and they go to this girl, where are you going? And she's like, I'm going to Cork. And they're like, Oh God! <laughs> Get Steve on the phone. I just do two in the strength, and they go, "Was it stupid looking fella in Dublin Station?" And she said, "No, it was him." She points at me, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I was helping her out." Um, now, did you after that? Were you able to like check your head, or did you did you like take a photo of anything like uh, that? No, I just I know I just knew I just knew because someone else said it to me as well. Actually, weirdly <laughs> enough, um, to, like and I totally unrelated when I was working on a building site in Australia years earlier. <laughs> Somebody came out and grabbed me by the kind of scruff, and they were like, oh, "I thought you were a Chinese fella there." Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was just—it was just two very separate incidents yeah. in two very different parts of my life. Yeah. I never picked up on that one, and I picked up on the second one, and I thought, "Okay, there you go, maybe." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but said to you twice, you go, well, "There's something in that." Yeah, <laughs> and I have too much barber material now. I have so much yeah. barber, <laughs> racist barber, the current barber story I have cutting my own haircut, and this now my Chinese. <laughs> Um, I always loved the bit you had about working on sites in Australia with oh, English yeah. guys 
and you you put a line through your sevens. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, stop doing those fucking Irish sevens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't understand them. <laughs> you just you just called it a seven though. <laughs> But uh, that's a true story as well. This guy was in the, in the hospital, and then um, and then the guys were getting a bit more, you know, patriotic, putting fathers on the ones and everything. <laughs> Just annoyed the fuck out of him, like you know. They, so I've never been to Australia. Me and Mick are talking about. It. I think we're going to overlap. It's my first time going for gigs. You've been a good few times, but did you live out there? I lived there for about a year. So a fucking time in my life. Yeah. See, what, what, you Perth or? I was living in Sydney and Perth. So oh, I was in Sydney for four or five months, Perth for probably six months, and then travelled around as well. See, in the big cities, can things get you? What do you mean? Oh, no, animals and stuff, like yep. spiders. Don't think so. I never really no. saw much of them I've over never there. Seen anything. I've seen, never seen anything. The only thing I've seen there. was like the, the big bats. I've seen those in Sydney, the sort of flying fox. Yeah, the big in bats in the, in the park and stuff, the yeah. fruit bats hanging upside down. They're pretty freaky looking. And I did see a bunch of Australians walking through a bit of a park where there was magpies and doing some weird fucking Prince Charming thing because apparently it's supposed to throw the magpies off. But no one fucking told me that, so I just... Oh, the ones that scooped down yeah, with you? Yeah, yeah. You see kids going around with the helmets on there. You know, they have them over here now as well with the spikes on them. Stop the birds. Is that what that's for? Yeah. Sorry, mohawk on a helmet. Yeah, like. yeah. Sorry, you have to put a gun on your pint. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes, I drink it. Yeah, there's, ma- there's magpies that swoop. Yeah, and they'll to what? Beak your head? <laughs> they usually just want your sandwich, but I think like they do just fucking. Yeah, the way yeah. the seagulls are over here. It's yeah, yeah. It's magpies. You're gonna see me and be like, look at this arrogant French prick with his big him like he's baguette mate <laughs> so do you think you think I'll, I'll enjoy Australia oh, class I swear to god it was when you I leave your wife and kids when I just move <sighs> oh, I love when it. I lived there like I, I have experienced it now on many different levels because me and Neve went there backpacking in our 20s didn't give a shit staying in you know what I mean dormitories people like I moved into a house and I spoke about this last week on a podcast my own podcast but I can speak about it again we lived in a little apartment in Sydney you know I had a room with my wife, which is luxury. You've got your own bedroom. My friend Roy was sharing a bunk bed with a man from Slovakia <laughs> that had been living there the whole time. Um, and then there was two guys from India living behind the telly. <laughs> and that's not a joke. That's not a joke. That's not like... That, and that was totally normal to us. We moved in. <laughs> like, Has anyone ever told you look Chinese from behind? One of them wasn't even from India. He just looked like he's <laughs> But I swear to God. Oh my God. They were behind the telly. There was a little, there was a little curtain. And they were like, that's the lad's room. Don't go in there. And then one of the Indian lads got ticked with the other guy and he ended up sleeping on the balcony because his feet smelled or something like that. And it was all kinds of stuff going on. But um, I remember we moved in, three of us from Cork. There was a Slovakian guy, we met the two Indian guys. And they were like, yes, people are moving. Like, we're going to learn English. And that's because they were like, you speak English. And we're like, yeah, we speak English. Boy. And then they were like, we're going to learn English. And after a day, they were like, no. <laughs> I don't think we're learning English. Because I'm speaking in an act, like when I'm with other Cork people, it's just another yeah. language yeah, yeah. altogether to them, you know. I wonder what those where those lads are now. 
what they've upgraded to. I know, now. yeah. Hopefully they made it out from buying the, the TV. Oh, well, they're flat screen, so now they're just got an extension. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was it was one of them big tellies as well. It was like, and he used to be behind the telly going, can you turn the telly down? And I was like, can you fucking move out from behind the telly? Don't <laughs> be asking me to turn it down. Like, you know, come on, man. <laughs> Hanging his washing on a skirt. But I experienced that. That was a genuinely, it was a beautiful time. Like I was working as an electrician and I was doing gigs as well. So okay. especially when I got to Perth, I was doing some gigs there when I was living there. I was working on the building sites and I was doing gigs at nighttime. We were taking copper off the building site as well, stealing copper. My ba- my balcony when I moved to Perth was full of copper that we sold to a fella. I was getting paid on the job. Um, and then there was a guy on the job that was going like, look, if you do this job for me on the side, you can still get paid by your contractor and I'll give you extra money. So it was genuinely like you couldn't fucking. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was getting put twice at work, taking copper home at me and going off out to a gig that night then. <laughs> I've never been so financially secure in my life. Yeah. But I didn't keep any of it. Right, yeah, right, you're right. You're not supposed to in your 20s, are you? No, you're not. But then you're have not. you done it the other way? Like if you brought yeah. up your wife and kids? Yeah, you up my family. Complete opposite fucking reaction. Can't even remember my mother calling me when I was in my 20s. And next thing I'm like, yeah, the drawing is unbelievable, girl. Um, <laughs> that's the fucking, you know, I'm totally don't drink. And I'm like, yeah, the fucking t-shirt there was dry before I got the second bag on it today. Uh, unbelievable. Like that's, that's, um, that's what, <laughs> that's what people are asking me. Are you going by yourself? Are you taking your wife? No, my kids are under three. Two yeah, kids under I, three. I flew with. That's not possible. Two kids. No, I flew with, um. Uh, for, I did the part fringe and myself, my wife, my son was three at the time and my daughter was six months old. Yeah. Chris, when I say that's just not possible, say you didn't do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you though, it was, How was that the flight? flight. We were dreading the flight and the flight was genuinely amazing. So we flew it as an Emirates. You like they have a little bassinet thing that clips onto the wall. You know those four oh, seats? Yeah. Oh, Fucking baby goes in there. Baby was sleeping most of the time. My son was just excited, delighted. They slept a good bit of the way over. There wasn't a peep out of them. Not a fucking peep, man. It was genuinely people congratulating me getting off the plane. You guys are amazing. That was incredible. Well done. The kids slept. However, when we got there, the kids jet lag. And all of a sudden they're waking up at two o'clock in the morning going, yep, it's yeah. daytime. Yeah, 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 let's play. For me. So, and that was, that was the only bad thing, but it was brilliant. Like we had a, her dad was working over there at the time. He does a bit of, he's a retired doctor. So he goes over and does a bit of work over there for a couple of months and travels around. So we stayed with him. He had a little place with a pool, cycling in and out of gigs every day, spending the days with the family. It was unbelievable. Class. Brilliant. Yeah. Unbelievable. I'm doing it the wrong way. I'm, I'm trying to pack. I'm going, how long are you going for weeks, aren't you? Five weeks. Thank you. I'm doing it in 12 days. What are you doing over there? Like eight shows. Right, in what part? Like Sydney or Perth? Yep. Just Sydney? Sydney, Perth, Adelaide, Melbourne. Oh, correct. Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 12 days, it it two days to get there and two days to get back. Yeah, yeah. yeah stupid? No, no, I don't think so, no. Because the jet lag often won't hitch it for, for a week or so. <laughs> <laughs> How many, how many, you're doing five weeks? Yeah, so I'm going, I need to double check the itinerary. I think I go to Sydney first. No, Melbourne first. So I'm doing Melbourne, Brisbane, we Sydney and Melbourne. Perth. Okay, yeah. I'd love to do it again. I want to do it again. Yeah. It's just with the kids in school and all that, we're trying to pick it. And my wife working, maybe try and pick something where we can make it work out, you know? Right. Yeah. Five weeks. It's you love what time. I do, don't you? Man, I swear to God, the only thing that stopped me, or that made me come home was that new car. 
I was, I, I swear, to, I was in the airport on the way home, going, "I've got a niece and nephew, a girlfriend, fucking family, and I don't give a fuck about them. I love Australia." <laughs> and the car, but you could sell the car and get one out there. Yeah, but that's my car. I mean, also, I had to pay it off. I just, I, I just I missed the car. Uh, right. But yeah, I do. But then, nah, there, I've no downsides to it at all. I fucking yeah, love I it. Genuinely, I think it's an amazing. You're in your element, like yeah. Bit of sun, yeah. gin tonics. And you make money over there. Yeah. And to write a show, like I did the last show on Part Fringe and I wrote it and did it over there and I was like, I fucking made money at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's after... But you after, don't do an Edinburgh, obviously, for Exactly. Anyone. That's after flights and accommodation and pretty much a family holiday, like, you know, and I came back with money and yeah. it's in the sunshine every day. Are you doing it Edinburgh this year? I might do a half run. I'm, oh, I'm, talking to I'm, I'm trying to get a show going, so yeah. I, I think I need a half run anyway to just... The only way I'd make money doing Australia will be to fly, coach the whole way there, whole way back. Yeah. But obviously, being self-employed, we can, you know, you can fly nicer. Yeah. And claim it back, but then you won't. I mean, some of us can. SSE. No, no, no. You, <laughs> like, can, you can claim. Yeah, you I can just fly don't, anywhere yeah. business, and you can claim that back. I've never done it. I've never flown business. I've never. Uh, I, I haven't. I don't, but feel I don't know like why it suits me. I feel like for those long flights, it's free drink anyway, so I'll just drink enough to pass out them grand. I don't think economy suits me. I'll say this on the I've I've locked out every time <laughs> I've gone to Australia that I've been in the aisle, but on the way back last time, I was telling you about it before, I was in the middle of fucking just I, like I sat like that for sixteen hours. Yep. And you thought nine eleven was a bad day. I was in a mood. <laughs> Let me tell you. So I I've I've only ever flown economy yeah. ever. Same. But for this, I'm thinking. This might be the cutoff for me where I can go do the likes of what should be a five week trip in 12 days. But is it not fucking crazy expensive? How much is it like extra? To it's like four times, is it? Yeah. yeah it's like four times. But more. I'm seeing this as like a test of waters out there, see what it's like, see what I can sell in certain cities. And then I would do it properly next year or the year after yeah. or something like that. So I'm happy to treat this as a give it a go, cover my, I'll cover my cost, but I won't make a lot. Right. I think you can build and you can build up air miles that way as well. Right. The next time you're going back, if you're if you're with the same company, then you can start really but chipping I, away at stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think if I did 16 hours like this and then was going straight in the shows halfway through, I would just hit a wall and yeah. would, the shows wouldn't yeah. be good. It is. It's a weird thing to try and get the jet lag Getting sorted. The jet lag like, is, yeah. you, when you when it lifts and you're doing gigs, you feel like you have a superpower today. You yeah. realize it's gone. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, I couldn't remember a fucking thing for one of the shows. I was just like. Just like out of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I get emotional. I get like, uh, I could I cry get at any moment. On the like playing a lot, like watching movies on the plane. I think it's the altitude. Yeah, yeah. Like, People get very. I'm like crying at. This I your tears are worth double. Yeah. In the air. Like, <laughs> I made a fool of myself laughing at an episode of Family Guy on the way back. Yeah, I watched just, on the like, way to New York. There, I watched Three Amigos for the first time. Steve Martin, Chevy Chase. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, one yeah, of the funniest yeah. films I've ever seen yeah, in my that's life. Good. Yeah, yeah. Love that. Yeah, I watched uh, Walk Hard, the Jude Cox story with oh, Aaron yeah. McCann, the day See after it? John Mulaney. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. He's in the background. Yeah, I was just thinking, yeah. yeah. He didn't mention last night. No. No. McCann plays the head. Uh, but that, I think, I don't know, the mixture of like a hangover and it's, it's the funniest film. But it's because you don't watch a film more yeah. intently than it's when true. you're in the, you've no distraction. There's nothing else going on. Yeah. You know? Um, make sure we watch, should we watch a bit of the boxing? I watched a bit of boxing. But first of all, do we do the thing first? Yeah, come on. Yeah. So Dan and Mike said before we started recording this episode, they said to remind us they've got something for us. Um, I have a feeling I know what this is, but I could be to totally wrong. Um, we can see, we can see your screen, yeah. Quicker, 
Now, what, what's, what's, what's funny here as well is, because this is my the YouTube I use, you've got like what I've recently watched on the right-hand side, and you've got um, George Michael, One More Try at the top of it, which is a great song. Also, if you look at the amount of views on this, that's the one you sent me, and I think they're all me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this, is in higher, this is in higher definition. Okay. Yeah. So this is this is the surprise. First of all, where do you think that guy would have his offices? Hypothetically, right here, Hollywood. Yeah, that's his whole thing. <laughs> yeah. he, he has people on his address, and he's Hollywood. Definitely would have an office. Hollywood, the Hollywood, the hard <laughs> way. It's one really really small room, but it's glamorous as fuck. I work with Mr. Sheen, the Polish man. <laughs> Polish? Yes, right. One time I fucked Marilyn Monroe. Manson, I always get them mixed up. <laughs> Not Marilyn Charles, fuck. I'm getting you 20 minutes at the front page of Balmina, all right? <laughs> you play it twice in your career, once on the way up, once on the way down, and you, baby, are on the way up. You're gonna be huge, kid. You're gonna be as big as Billy Piper. I work with all the Pipers, Billy, Rowdy Roddy. I got you doing warm up for Nolan. Where is it, baby? No, no, no. You misunderstood. Collie. <laughs> I'm going to make it out for you. Can't refuse. Frank Mitchell and Linda Nolan. What are they doing? I don't know. <laughs> Curling with Mickey Bottle. We're going to speak to the commissioners right now about this. Anthony Costia gets you by the belt. Him and Teddy Sherring. They're going to fuck you down Royal Avenue. <laughs> How do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice? No, it's in Palomina. <laughs> You're opening for Malachi Kush, kid. You're welcome. You also gotta give him a lift. I remember the time Richard Gere was in here. He said, hey, Goldie, I bought you a hamster. I said, take that hamster and stick it up your ass. And he did. <laughs> Takes a lot to surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. That's fucking great. Quality. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> ben Picks. Ben Picks. Shout out that to Ben Picks. That was from an class. episode me and Mickey did where we got a bit carried away. Yeah, that was a class. Yeah, great. Really enjoyed that. Keep making these plays all the time. Mickey, <laughs> look at this fucking profile picker after using that. I know. So um, <laughs> I look, I look fucking younger now. <laughs> it's Twenty-two in that photo. The Lurgan surgeon, super duper heavyweight. You've got the look at that. That's a confident man there. If you if you rewind back 14 seconds, you'll see me forget how to get into the ring. <laughs> did you wear headgear? Yeah. You did wear headgear, yeah. 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 You say you forgot how to get in the ring? Yeah. Uh, uh, what's this? Oh no no. <laughs> look at that. He's relaxed. He's loving it. Peacocking. Look at McCartney's body language, shoulders slumped. Yeah. <laughs> he knows his last day on earth, that's why. So you haven't seen this, Chris, no? No, I haven't seen it at all. Look at this. Opposite daisies. If you've just watched these entrances and William step into the ring and you want to dress to the left, is all I've noticed. Ring girl. The best thing of the whole night yeah. is William Thompson. He's the ring girl. Yeah, he really got into it. The real star tonight. Any predictions from you boys up front? Are we now, you see, when this was all happening, do you remember all this? Do you remember getting the headgear on, that kind of thing? I don't. Yeah, I remember when they were going to tuck my shorts in, the, or my top into my shorts, thinking, oh, fuck, this top already doesn't fit. And you're going to see my gunt. Oh, that, that's got a sting. Oh, I know. I. Mark McCartney with his two for 35 pounds still on his. <laughs> it's amazing. McCartney looks mean there, doesn't he? 
He's a snarling. I freaked out because when they were giving me the water, I realised other people have been drinking from it for the rest of the fights and it ruined me. No, it was all new bottles. Oh, thank God. So you had Here proper coaches and stuff, did you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Ah, brilliant, yeah. Sean McComb was our coach. He's a world champion at the minute. That's Stevie Hawking, who was an uh, Irish champion. He's from Lurgan, so I was training with him as well. You said Stephen Hawking. I know, everyone thinks I said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the size I've got, Jesus Christ. It looks amazing. That Sold out also. So, there was talk of doing this in like the waterfront or something yeah. slightly bigger. Any boxer we spoke to said, you will not get a better atmosphere than this. This is the historic venue to do it in. No, I genuinely thought there was... Oh, I thought there was about 14 man. seconds before I hit him. Mickey looks alright. Look at that. Mickey's got the fucking combos going by. Is Mickey surprising you here, Chris, with some of his. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what he's doing there now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought the head guard said, but I think I was just having a panic attack. I was just like, this is happening, this is real. <laughs> McCarney's got the pecker up here, look, he thinks he's. Oh, he's complaining to the ref, he's complaining to the coach. Here we go. It wouldn't surprise me if McCarney had just weights in those gloves or something. Lovely. You can feel the fear of Mickey. Oh! Bobbing and weaving. Did you get caught there with Mickey? Oh, I hit him fucking five times in a row. It's my favourite bit is you hear Throw McCarney going, oh, Mickey's afraid now. And then, oh! Did you get caught at all? He hit me a good couple, like. Did you cross yourself there? No, I was just trying to confuse him. Oh, he caught you there. Oh! McCarty's going to hooks. You're biting your lip, bro. Raging. It's amazing how much it takes out of you, the energy, though, you know? Oh. But he doesn't stop. Mickey doesn't stop moving. Oh, why? Oh, why? Yeah. Oh, he's going to the body. Oh, he's felt those last two, hasn't he? It's beautiful. I felt so bad. The amount of times I was trying to say, like, are you alright? Are you alright? But. My face is squished together and I'm wearing a gum shield, so I'm just going, no, no! Must have shit himself. He's got, McConaughey has a very high guard there, doesn't he? Very high guard, yeah. He's also fighting southpaw and he's right handed. Why is he fighting southpaw? I don't know. Where did he train? Look at Mickey's shoulders, just. So loose. We had an Asian gong, Chris. Nice. fucking amazing. Asian from the back. You see this now, like this is. How were you feeling at the end of the? Are you tired at the end of the first round? I don't remember being tired, but I was like, yeah. See, the, I never got to experience anything like this in all the years I boxed. I boxed in fucking GA clubs where people were still smoking inside. Well, that's that's that's, it, that's the thing. We're look at this. Look at this guy. <laughs> Check us out though. Boom! 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 <laughs> So, when we were sparring in Holy Trinity and stuff, some of the guys there, some of the coaches were saying, oh, yeah. there's boys here who would give their life, like, that oh, one that? night of yeah, fighting. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Because I boxed in little fickin' pubs with people smoking and yeah. up in boxing clubs and... It's crazy how just the bloodlust that comes out of the crowd. Oh, the yeah. Drink people are hitting each other. Especially women. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, oh. Mark Smuller in his work where he gets in too close and doesn't get the power in the end of the shots. Are you talking during any of those during any of those holds? No, I, I can't remember. Right. He's blowing now. He's he's popping a bit of air here. Yeah. I think it was chatting a good bit in the third round. Mickey made step it all on the glass and uh get the stoppage here. Be right. Yeah. So sorry. Yeah. So I'm just mesmerizing your own face. Um. Yeah. Like he. Was he a tough man? Yeah. Yeah, oh, he's got you with he's a, a few there. Good fucking digs there. He did, Mickey. My jaw hurt off. Like after the fight, I was like. He rocked you a bit your there. Your jaw yeah. Did you, your, your, your main worry. Oh. 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 Did, uh, 
head to the body. Your main worry was you're going to gag on your gum shield. Was that all right on the night? Yeah, it was that on that and a bad rib that you gave me. Sparring. Yeah. She punched me in the rib and I thought it was broke. Oh, really? And the Monday before, I wasn't going to fight. My wife had a fight, one of these fights, like a week before the wedding. Did you? Serious? <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, yeah. Insane. Carry on. Did she win? She didn't. Now, the girl she fought was easily... She was she was fucking way taller than me. And my wife was way smaller. It was the only other girl in the white right, collar Right, right. But she, she did things I'd never done. Uh, she was what's, amazing. What's Keezy saying there? I think he's going to ask Mickey fucking Bartlett. Oh, really? <laughs> Keith was steaming at this point. Like, oh right, right, right. Here we are. Here this we is go. the third round. Right, right, right. I call this the McFlurry. Just watch what you see. Whoa! Oh yeah. Boom! 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 I can see that. McCarney, to be fair to him, takes a hell of a beating in this and he always keeps yeah. coming. Oh, man, he kept coming. coming. Always tough, keeps coming. He's a tough son of a bitch. Did you, Mick, were you sort of thinking, just leave it all out there, like empty the clip? No, at, the, at this point I was just like, man, let's just get, let's go to the bar. Right. Is <laughs> that what you're saying to him? Yeah. What are you having? <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Baby Guinness, boom. is it? There's some there that are so fast. You have two out of them. Yeah. Oh, Mickey's got the good hands already, point. Yeah, the rest buying a bit of time. There, there was so wait, watch this, watch this, look. So, if you time this, the third round was only 54 seconds. Was it? Because the, the ref was like fucking <laughs> wind it up. Off, yeah. yeah. So, technically, it's a TKO. How do you feel as soon as that's over? Could you have gone more? As in, were you wanting to fight more? McCartney was knackered, like... I, I mean, so was I, don't get me wrong, but... I feel like... There was a point where it was just going, like... We're not trying to kill each other. Yeah, so like, like, yeah, I feel yeah, like it exactly. went so quick yeah. that I wanted to do a bit more. There was definitely a point where, I remember, during our fight, anybody who'd been there before was going, oh, flies in, flies in. Yeah. And I was thinking, when does this speed up? Because I'm fucking wrecked. Right, right, right. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, it, it, it kind of retrospectively feels that way. So when the fight is finished, you're like, oh, God, it's over. Yeah, yeah. But during it, you yeah. can feel like, oh, my God, this is fucking torture. <laughs> yeah. I, I started to get nervous doing the ring walk. Doing the ring walk. Oh, you did the ring walk in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'd say at this point, yeah. the nerves are gone. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, you you know, you didn't smile or anything, but my gum shield was so big, <laughs> my face wouldn't move. Right. Say, so I got... The trainer to carry my gum to look because I knew I had a vomit before right. going to the ring. <laughs> See the commentary commentary team here, Chris, are saying I look really nervous, but I don't think so. No, no. I <laughs> he, Aaron Butler's in the stoma bags. He mentions it so much. Aye. I think he's got you know like a thick like a punch on for it. Yeah. You know like putting his willy into it. Stop speaking French. Yeah. So so here's the thing. I didn't realise the head guard I bought offers no protection. Oh apart yeah, from the actual forehead. They're but more that was comfortable. Better. They're more comfortable. Yeah, you've way less vision with these yokes. These yeah. Teletubby yeah. fucking helmets. Yeah. Because I couldn't see Johnny's eyes. Wow. So at this point, I can't hear anything. So that's much weird. Like when the in between rounds, when the coaches were talking to you, I was nodding away. Yeah, couldn't same. hear a fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember it took me about six or seven fights before I finally. Listen to the person in the corner. I remember yep. sitting down. I couldn't. Every fight I had, the coaches would be like, do this, this, this. It was just a blur. 
Yeah. But after about six or seven fights, I remember one of my trainers said to me, this is what you need to do. And I heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody fights it, so. This felt like 10 minutes to me. See this bit where we're, you know, yeah. he's doing the final bits. I, I can't hear a word that's being said there. Can't hear a word. Do you man keep your armpits? No. A very light hair there. I'm a very light haired man as well. I don't have much. I've light hair. My armpit hair is very long though. The label was on the back <laughs> of my helmet. <laughs> Took it into your arms. <laughs> All I... I'm interested in this the oh, first this punch good, here. Man. Jesus, yeah. Jeez, you look good, like for. I wear uh, we weird man. long freak arms. <laughs> He's going for it, isn't he? See, that's the thing I didn't think he would do. I thought yeah. he was going to stay back. But that kind of suited me to just. Were you sparring each other? I, that's no, the way, no. That's the way I used to box, going backwards, pivoting. Suited me way more. <laughs> that that. Yeah, that taught him a lesson that time. Hit his nose, but he keep again a bit like McCarney. He keeps coming until the end of the first round. This is where the ref, yeah. The ref was good at doing things like yeah, 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 we yeah, breaks the just to allow everything. I knew he was kind of gassing a bit as well because he was yeah, you can tell, so aggressive. It's the adrenaline that takes Which the energy out of Oh yeah, oh, yeah. See at the end of the first My yeah. mouth was so dry It was yeah. uncomfortable oh, That hook is just Staying the target every time Johnny needs to move his head Johnny The thing is Johnny comes That's good lads Fair play This is where he stops coming Apart from the start of the second He really goes But yeah I, ca I mean Oh fucking hell do you not think so? No. That hurt me because no, of the feeling. That's where he stopped. <laughs> That's a point where... A body shot, man. Oh, Christ. I take a headshot all, over a body shot yeah. all day. You can't recover from them. It, the ref kept saying to me about putting my head down. I know you can't hit on top of the head. Yeah. But I was I was looking to like... Keep the chin buried. I was looking to bury my chin, but he kept saying, lift the head. I don't know whether he was buying time or... He just wanted him to hit you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even it up a bit. Like, yeah. well, give him a chance. Oh, sorry. Johnny's tooth's out here. He's tooth fell out? Yeah. Did you knock his tooth out? Yeah. No, to be fair, it was a screwing, but that's not important. <laughs> it's funny because Dave's like, I think Johnny's tooth's out, and Johnny's talking about his tooth being out. And Butler goes, like a, like a dental expert, goes, it's not his tooth. I can confirm that's a bit of the ring. It's a ring. So the, re like... You know, like the thing with McCart, like the round being shorter. The ref has said to me at the end of the first here, chill out. Yeah. Oh, he said it to you, did he? Yeah, but okay, yeah, but yeah. Johnny comes out like a man possessed, so I'm trying to like relax. <laughs> I'm trying to relax a wee bit. <laughs> Tell him to but chill Johnny, out. But <laughs> Johnny, Johnny's like Maximus Decimus <laughs> Aurelius and Gladiator here. I'm running about like Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> Whacking Johnny's what you're doing. <laughs> so I started. I started the. During the set uh, here, right? Okay. So. so at the start of the set, I start to be able to hear more now. Yeah. Because you're more relaxed as well. Shane looks very fit. I'm going for out there. Yeah. Cheers to him. Um, oh, nice. That was nice by Johnny. Yeah. See, he has big long arms too, and I think. Yeah, you're well matched actually. Yeah. Size wise. Yeah. Oh, he hurt by the body shot there, maybe. Yeah. Shane's body shot, no joke. Yeah. Oh, hang no, your no, body, no. the body shots are hurting him. It's open every time, Johnny's got his guard up high. Butler, like, fully uh, talking, like, 50 years experience. He was telling Tyrone things about the fight. Tyrone McKenna yeah. is, like, you know, top 10 ranked boxer, like, yeah. 
has fought like the best in the business. And Butler's like, turn <laughs> Wished. I'll talk <laughs> him through it. I'll, I'll talk him through you. it here. So see, for this last round, I just want us both to empty the clip. Yeah. But I think... So you could have given it to Shane, yeah. but I think Johnny should have won it. Oh, Johnny just keep pressurising. Yeah, he keep, to be fair, he just keeps he coming. Does keep he does keep Because I, I, I thought he would stay back the whole fight. Yeah. So that kind Did you spar him before this? No, no. Okay. So was that kind of rude? You didn't spar whoever you're going to fight? He caught me there, yeah. Okay. So you were on the red team. Were you training together and sparring yep. each other? Yeah. Ah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there was a That's wee good. bit like we sparred a wee bit with Sean Hegarty, yeah. but it was like, I don't think you wanted the person you were going to fight to see you fight. No, 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 no. It would have ruined it a bit, like yeah. and taken a bit of the nerves away. Yeah. I think. So, oh, so that that, that back. his nose is sort of blown up a bit here. Yeah, he can't wait for it then. No, it's and then so then yeah. He's rocked a wee bit here. So now I'm sort of saying, like, let's go, let's go. Like, you know, yeah. as in, like, what happened was, I'm saying to him, come at me, as in, like, yeah. throw a load of punches here, and, and you know, I'll do it. but he thought it was a trap. Because you can see him be like, oh, fuck it. That's, that's what happened was in the hacker. I'd send to McCartney the second round, we'll have a dance off for the crack. And I started, and he was like, fuck you, he's punched me the head. It was fucking uh, hell, lads. That's unbelievable. It was a brilliant, brilliant night. I love that. It yeah. has, it has made monsters in a way. Yeah, because you want to do it again. Yeah, but he texts me on Sunday going, "I'd fight somebody tonight." <laughs> the night after, <laughs> like, I just meant like it fills you. If you yeah. get so into it, and the mm. dangerous thing is thinking you can box. That's yes. a dangerous yeah. thing. I look like you can box. I mean, no, no, but fair. you know what I mean. Like to, yeah. to you start to talk like yeah. you're a bo- like yeah. we're playing make believe a bit, and it's so much fun. And I think we'll do it next year. I've been shouting Usos when I brush my teeth. <laughs> but there needs to be a big gap. Yes, I know what you mean. Park yeah. it, get back to stand up, you know, and then and then do it again. But are you, you know, out again from watching it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah me too. I would do it right now, yeah. but I wouldn't. It became all-consuming to the point yeah, where yeah. I'm glad I didn't have any like tour shows or anything coming yeah, up. Yeah, you need. It would have affected it. You need time to that became to train priority num- yeah. number one. I yeah. didn't see my kids for six weeks. That's not true. I, um, my tour started last night and I forgot I was doing it. Right. <laughs> Until like Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just an Everlast vest yeah. Yeah, yeah. doing it. I um, Yeah, I definitely would like to do it again. Like, I'd like to do it one more time. Hopefully yeah. it's an annual thing. I'd always want to be involved. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably do it one more time. But it's like, now everybody wants to do it. So people who were, for whatever reason, sort of thought that's not KG for me. didn't want to do now it. No, they want yeah. to do yeah. it. And, and there's like, so... Uh, Butler texted me yesterday and went, I just batch recorded a load of Cork in the North episodes with Andrew Ryan. He goes, Andrew was calling you out there. That's the point where we're at now. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, obviously, that's in jest. Yes, and like, yes, I'd yes. fuck him up so yeah. bad. Yeah. But, you know, we don't need to be calling each other out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, he won't fight you. Andrew. He won't fight you? No, he refused. Doing the boxing. I'm not fighting you, though. <laughs> <laughs> People want to see that. Because I'm saying him, I've held pads for him and he's held pads for me. You right. Know, so he's yeah. got a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, would. would you do it if we did it? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. If I had enough notice, if I had six months notice where I'd go, okay, I need to start because I'm fucking nearly 40 now. I'm, I'm very unfit. I need, to, I need to be... I'm getting back into it slowly, but I would need a little bit of time to train. Definitely. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it he, is the thing. I'm trying to block gigs off around Because I had... Which wasn't enough time. I had blocked off 10 days to be like, I'm just going to train like fuck for those 10 days. Right. And the, on the Monday, he hit me in the rib and I was like, so I did nothing for two weeks. Yeah. 
Yeah, you meant to ease down a little bit towards the end, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, the wake off, I didn't do anything. Tether it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, just walks and things yeah. like that. But I, an idea we'd kind of talked about was doing like Belfast versus the world okay, sort of thing. yeah, yeah. Where like we would fight comics from down south, from Liverpool, England. Glasgow, England. Like that that's might be idea. fun. That's a great but idea. But it might just be that there's so many of us that want to do it that that's not possible. True. You know, but you could have. So like for boxing events, it runs for literally hours and hours like there's a there's prelims there's all that kind of thing if we were doing somewhere bigger you could have that too mm. everyone could say yeah. how many fights have did you have card. then seven or eight is it eight, wasn't it? eight yeah. fights yeah which I kind of think was almost like a perfect number yeah because it was over early enough for the punters to be like oh this was still fun yeah um, but it's going to be difficult then to go this person kind of wants to do it so yeah Casey made a good point Casey said the other day he was like we either do it again and do it f- fucking huge or you never do it again. Go uh, and, uh, go and that's my feelings. And go, on, like, go in a high and leave it at that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because it's like my attitude to like parties or something like that. Like I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll go, but then when it feels like it's class, then that's when I want to go home. True. You know, I don't want to yeah. hang about and let it not be good. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. You know, I just I would hate to do it and we go. Remember when this was class? Yeah. You know, I like that there's still a real novelty to it. Eight years from now, we're all punched up. <laughs> <laughs> remember, that, remember that time? The annual box. <laughs> I ain't hear no bell. I haven't heard anything in two years. <laughs> Trying to do manscape reads and lines <laughs> yeah. every fucking night. Hey, the only thing I'm fighting now is high cholesterol. <laughs> manscape, these guys are giving you a free lawnmower if you sign up. <laughs> <laughs> they told me to stay calm. I've always stayed calm. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was, it was brilliant, and we should do it again, huge, and then stop it. Yeah, and always do it. Th- there should, you know, we got into the way of doing. Uh, it was almost like a quarterly big charity gig mm. you know it's like you get asked to do a million things for charity yeah better after one big one so yeah. we thought why don't we all come together we'll pick a different cause every time yeah. stop because of COVID but if we're doing an annual event or something like that we can do you mentioned like comedians darts thing or something like, comedians spin the bottle I think it'd be a good one yes <laughs> we practiced that we did and it was good yeah, yeah. Um, I kept stopping the bottle <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah it was it was it was class yeah it was it's so one of those good. things where I'm like we're going to have to stop talking about it in, yes. the, in the next couple of days No, they, I'm boring people to fucking death we agreed this pot for us this podcast is the line in the sand for us I, talking do you know how bad I've been last night I was in the courthouse in Bangor and the girl who was running the gig I'm pretty sure I walked in with a video on my phone like through the door <laughs> like did you see me we <laughs> punching him well, well he brought me on a lavery's last night and went uh, if you saw the comedians boxing this guy had a fight and I was walking up the whole way to stage going fucking say I won <laughs> <laughs> well, you're next I smacked him on the way up the stage <laughs> <laughs> fucking big hook uh, thought he was Johnny Bo but um, yeah it, it was it was brilliant let's do it again and then let's not do it yeah maybe but uh, somewhere bigger would be cool. find us somebody to fight yeah, do yeah. please. Andrew That'd Ryan. be great. I'll fight him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need any notice for that one. Because <laughs> that needs to be like, because that's why Sean Just and give Pete me an fought. hour. <laughs> give, give me an hour to go and buy a mouth guard. <laughs> that's why Sean and Pete fought, because it was the Battle of Lurgan. So yeah. the more we, things like that, Battle of Cork. get an angle for it. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Roy Keane ref it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, you heard it here first. Uh, Start training, Andrew. Yep. Um, oh, I'm getting the buzz again. <laughs> Let's do it next week, boys. 
uh, yeah, there's a, the day after it, I walked downstairs and at one point went through, like a, walking down the hall through a wee combo and then went, now's the time to stop doing that. Right. You know? Yeah, walking um, around, shuffling. But it was good. <laughs> um, Chris, you're doing Gig in Belfast? Yes, yes. My tour show next year and doing the Mandela Hall, which is a big old fucking step Man. up for me. So I'm shitting myself, but at the same time, you know, Donald came to me and said, do you want to do this for your tour? And I said, fuck it, yeah, why not? Because yeah. I love gigging in Belfast, genuinely. I probably, I was thinking about it, I probably gig more in Belfast. It's probably the second, like, after Cork, it's probably Belfast. Like, oh, okay. I probably gig more in Belfast than, yeah. than nearly Dublin, even, to be honest right, with okay. you. Like, you know, I open for Neil up here, I do all the clubs. Uh, I open for Jason Manford here, I'm opening for Frankie Boyle here. So I do, I do a lot up here. Yeah, and uh, it's genuine. I love gigging here, so I'm hoping to, you know, do well with that one. Oh man, you'll pack it out. Oh yeah, like you're, you're, we did yeah. it for Kieran's podcast, and I hadn't been to it since it was reopened. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's class, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm mad excited when is about it? that. It's on the sixth of October. We'll put a link to it in the in the description. Brilliant. That's like that's like show season for me. Yeah, September October. It is, it's after shifting to that now for me. I used to go out January February March, but now none of the venues had really good dates because of covid so we just yeah. pushed it all down to september october november and that's when i'm going out this year now. yeah because so you wait. you're a big like you got a great reaction reception at laveries last night yes so like it fe- yeah it feels like you are one of our acts kind of so people oh, will go out and support them I love coming up here man yeah it's you're also without a doubt the best comedian on the island of ireland uh, yeah like in my opinion i'm not you know well next to me would you, but because <laughs> like, genuinely we did queen's comedy club what oh, two months yeah. ago? Yeah, and I was like, "Fuck me, it's a tough crowd." And then he just murdered it. So ah, you'd be you'd be up there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my in god! The, Insane. Of all comedians, I like to watch. Oh, cheers, man. Thanks. Whether Likewise. I know them or not, you'd yeah. be right up there for me. Yeah. Like right up there. And then you just have to start coming to Cork. Yeah, man. Yeah, back yeah, down. You should. It's. I would love cool. to do a show in Cork. He should. You should. Maybe I am. It's good, good crowd. I think I am. Are you? <laughs> I think I'm there. I literally think I'm there. Thank you, Jack. I think I'm there on tour. I'll tell you, man. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not. They booked the theatre and I was like, I don't think I'll sell this. So I didn't put it on. You should do it, man. I did Dundalk instead. Put on the yeah. Spurs door Dundalk instead. is nowhere near Cork. I know. But I I, <laughs> I, I I, had room for another show and I thought Dundalk would be yeah, better yeah, for me. Yeah. I just don't think I'd sh- shift tickets in Cork. You would, but I'd you. like to go down and do I a show. I think you would. I think you would. There's we a good, should go down and do a double header. There's a there. nice few varying rooms down there, you know. There's yeah. really good um, anything you kind of want. Your 200, your 600, your thousands. Because I do that stupid thing of going... I won't sell that well in Cork and anyone who will come and see me in Cork they'll just go to Dublin anyway but they're nowhere near each other. Two hours yeah. no, no, but that's just that's my I mentality because here is so small yeah very many people won't travelling from Cork to Dublin is yeah I think you, you'll definitely get a core amount of people in Cork that will go to see it yeah and it's, it'd be great to have more Northern, Northern Irish comedians down there as well doing gigs yeah. like you know um, not, not a lot of people doing a lot of you just do the Dublin the, the tour shows in Dublin and I think Cork there's a big audience there for it like we should do. We should go down, stop at Kildare Village, buy a whole new outfit. Yeah, yourself stuff. Yes. Yes. Just so oh, we don't even need to. We just buy a new outfit um, for each other. You pick mine. I pick yours. We should do that anyway. Should we just go shopping? That's it. We're not coming to court get, for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we are. Uh, we are going to Primark though. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not. Um, yeah, we'll put the link for that in the description. Thanks very much. You're out on tour right now. Yep. Pretty much sold out. Uh, Yes, but the waterfront and Millennium Forum. So seventh of October, when the Millennium Forum. Thirteenth of October, when the waterfront. I like that they're close together. Yeah, get it done on the road. Yeah, take Christmas off. <laughs> and then when are you going to us? 
Oh, fuck, yeah, that as well. Uh, the 9th of April, I fly out to Australia. I'll, I can't remember when the dates are, but I'm doing the Edinburgh Fringe uh, every day. Somewhere. In August, somewhere. <laughs> you got a venue? I'm doing it too, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what the venue's I'm called. I'm doing assembly. One of the assembly little ones. I'm, it's just the, it's one of the just the tonic ones. It's that new one Jamon was in, where the, where the church was. Oh, yeah. Right, the wee room in there. Right. Um, at a quarter past seven every night. Oh nice. God, the things you'll be saying in a church, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I despair. Making <laughs> uh, lines out of the Eucharist. <laughs> Guys, uh, thanks very much for watching. Chris, Mick, thanks very much for coming on. Appreciate it. Thank you. Links for put, put the waterfront Probably hurt it link in this. Um, <laughs> this is seconds out. So I would say rounds out. Seconds out. Seconds, seconds out. Center ring buys. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Seconds out. Yeah. Ding ding. Mm-hmm.